All right, guys, welcome back. It's been a little bit of time since we have talked last, but we are excited to have a special guest speaker with us uh, on this episode. And it is none other than the famous Squatch Finding Harry Searching. What I don't even know what to say. It's Mike, the man from Indiana, the Sasquatch Hunter man. Mike, so glad to have you on uh, the episode today. It's my privilege to be on with you guys. That's awesome, man. We're so excited about it. And right off the bat, we just want to get right into it. So um, our listeners don't really know too much about the adventure we had. So we want to kind of revisit that a little bit in, uh, you know, in the purest transparency as, as, as we can. So Mike, this, uh, the things that we're going to share with you is exactly what we, we thought and what we experienced, uh, in that adventure. So if you remember, we was going down through the trail at one point. And uh, this uh, gentleman, Mr. Mike, had showed us to a, a, a property that he had permission to um, walk through. And he was taking us down this trail. And then we started hearing a, a crazy noise. We started hearing something very weird coming from the top of the ridge. Mike, what, what did you, what do you think that that noise was? Well, with, with Bigfoot, you can find that they can make various noises. That's one thing people don't understand. They can, they can chatter like apes or they can make strange wailing sounds or animal sounds. They, they, they um, do a lot of it, you know, imitation of other animals. But this, this was them watching us. I, I think we just really got lucky and got in there when they were there. And that is extremely lucky. Man, it freaked us uh, a little bit out, didn't it, Nathan? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, it did. I'm going to be real with you, Mike. These guys called me, uh, I don't know, whenever they got out of the woods, and they were they were a little freaked out, man. <laughs> Aaron said, I've never heard that noise before. Never. No. Nope. And, uh, yeah. It, it, it was basically them telling the other ones that we were we were there. And it started when we – reached the valley floor. We we're close to the valley floor. And that's when they didn't want us there. And that's when this began. And I really thought it was really going to be a truly crazy night if they stayed there. The thing is, they might not stay there. But yeah, the right. it, they were there. Yeah, that was um, pretty alarming. Um, so what do you think would have happened that night if you guys did stay? Because I know, so I guess, Mike, were you a little bummed when they wanted to leave like right away? No. Uh, okay. I'm there. When, when I first talked to Aaron about doing this, I, I gave this up a few years ago um, because this is, this is not a fun thing. This is not, and I don't care what they, people see on TV or, or whatever, when you've had experiences like this or like I have, you realize that this isn't fun. And we've told people I've taken before, and I told Aaron that before we left, that, you know, this can get really pretty freaky. And if you have a, an encounter that's right next to you, 
that can actually be totally frightening. Yeah. And, um, I, you know, I've had a few things happen to me in my life. And, and I told Aaron that when I first met Aaron and, and uh, <laughs> right. the first time I've gone in years, actually. And I told Aaron, I would take him. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. So do you, what, I guess I don't even know if you could answer this question, but is there a way to predict like what would have happened or just speculate what would have happened if you guys would have stayed the whole four or five hours you're planning on it? No, you really don't know because these animals, this is the thing too, that people don't understand. They, they live out there. They know exactly when yeah. you're there. They know when we came down the ridge line, they knew it and they were watching us. And I told both Aaron and Nathan that we're being watched. And <laughs> yeah, I remember you saying that. Yeah. And when they started calling, that was to warn the other ones. And we were just being watched. And, wow. you know, you have to, if we kept going in, there's a possibility we'd see one. But it was definitely a possibility that they would have some kind of interaction with us that we would not have liked. Uh, that happened, stone throwing, um, mm. you know, just screaming, you know, things yeah. along those lines. Um, but I promised Aaron and Nathan that I'd take them in. And I was still going to go in. Um, the man was like Braveheart yeah. facing a whole army of squatches. Yes. <laughs> like, He's we will have this mountain. Get <laughs> out of here. <laughs> so, Mike, I, no. I've, been a, I've been a little quiet this whole time. And the 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 big reason is is because i i like thinking about what happened and uh that feeling that i had like come over me like that overwhelming just like chills up the spine like you crapped your pants like you were freaking out i i yes it, it could yeah. have happened like <laughs> i'm just saying pants. <laughs> like like you were freaking out <laughs> Yeah, to have that feeling, like that tingling sensation all the way up your spine, and you're like, okay, something's not right. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could definitely understand. Nathan that definitely said. had that happening going on, man. Yeah, Nathan turned to me, Mike. We we didn't know. Look, I'm gonna be honest with you. We we was freaked out so bad. We didn't know if you had put a radio on top of the ridge and was like trying to like make believers out of us. We literally, you know, obviously Mike, we had talked one time before going into the woods together alone. And, you know, everybody's like, well, what the heck are you doing? I, I mean, call me crazy, but I, I trust Mike, man. When I met him and his wife, I was just like, they're exceptional people. They were super nice, super welcoming, didn't know us from nothing. And here they are offering a, a crazy, um, really rare opportunity. Yeah, um, right. And so, you know, I don't take that lightly, man, but I do want to tell you, honestly, you freaked us the heck out. Like we was freaked out, man. We was totally like, man, that man, I have no clue what's going on right now. And Nathan's like turning to me, Mike. And he's like, look, something's going on. We need to get out of here. We've got to get out of here. I, I didn't, honestly, I didn't want to get in there and like get killed by a Sasquatch. It was honestly, that was my, my. Well, I, it, 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 
you could say that, and I'll tell you, I, I'm back, I've known a lot of people that live along the river, and um, I've been approached by some farmers that own property. And I had one gentleman come up to me, and th these people are serious as serious can be. And he said, I need you to come out. You're welcome to come out on my property. I was hunting last week and I was up in my favorite deer stand and this creature came in on me. He was about 12 foot tall and the most evil thing you'd ever seen. And he wouldn't let me down out of my tree stand. He stayed right there. And when he finally left, I came down and I got home and I'll never go back on that piece of property, his own property. And he told me that I was welcome to go down there. And when I go down there, if I could get the tree stand, because that was his favorite tree stand. Wow. And that you, I, I've gotten a lot of that uh, over the course of the years when people found out that I can go in there and, 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 and see these things and realize that these things are real and uh, they're not fun. Well, you just have a lot more diverse experience. You've been chasing these things for years studying them for years right um well, i've been around them for a while i don't really study them i i kind of use the old biological um generalization that where there's a great amount of food this is a thing i don't understand when i watch the tv shows and all that i go in where there's a great amount of food and and uh by that, I mean, one night we turned our LED lights on on our head and we saw hundreds of eye shines of deer all around us. Mm -hmm. wow. that's what these guys are after. And mm. the, the, the canyons I took, one of the canyons I took you guys in is a dead end. There's two waterfalls. And what you thought was a ridgeline was probably 180 foot cliffs on each side through those woods. And wow. I think they go in there and they trap the food because it's easy. They work as a team. Right. They trap the food. And that's why they're in there. But they're not always in the same canyon. And that's where yeah. we got lucky. We just got lucky. They were there, if you want to call it that. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know if we're lucky or what, but <laughs> it, it for sure, for sure it was something. Yeah. But yeah. I, I wouldn't trade that experience. You know, I tell my wife this and tell other people this all the time. Life is about experiences. Mm -hmm. Like you don't you don't get to take anything else with you, man. Like you only get to take what you did, what you felt, what you saw, what you touched, you know, what you heard. Yeah. I mean, that's what it's about. And people might think, man, you're crazy going into the woods with somebody you don't know and trying to hunt something that no nobody has real evidence of like you know i mean that's not crazy to me that's yeah that's that's an experience that's a that's a good time trying to learn something that i don't know anything about yeah and i encourage people to do that don't take me wrong i'm not encouraging people to run into the woods with strangers <laughs> <laughs> at night <laughs> but um take a chance go out try it out Mike, tell me about that story that you was telling me and my wife about, about the event with that gentleman driving his vehicle. Okay. Um, a good friend of ours in, an, in, in another area, but in the generally same area. It was um, a really rough night that night, raining, storming, and they couldn't really see very well. And they were going along a almost a one-lane road around some of the ridges. 
and an animal ran up over the side where there's a partial cliff, hit their car, knocked it sideways from the front end over and ran up the side of the of the hill next to him. And it truly damaged his car. I mean, did a lot of damage. And, and mm. uh, they called me the next day and said, you know, we're going to have a hard time. How do you tell your insurance company <laughs> just hit by Bigfoot? And they really did have a hard time. They had a hard time trying to get the car fixed. And they just look at me and they, they swear up and down. That's what happened. And it just freaked his wife out totally. And yeah. she doesn't even like going down that road anymore. Wow. Do you have like quite a bit of picture evidence? Because if I'm being honest with you, Mike, like I kind of stand in the middle. I'm a open skeptic. Like I, I wish that I could believe in Sasquatch Bigfoot, but I'm so skeptical because I feel like there's no picture evidence of it. Well, and I got, I got a picture of Bigfoot. Do you, you have one? I have one. Oh yeah. I showed Aaron. Aaron's yeah. one. I want to yeah. see it. I want to see it's, it. It's about a, it's a, um, what happened was the story behind that was I took a captain, uh, actually a couple captains off of the Ohio river. They wanted to go Bigfoot. And we went to a couple of canyons that night and we stayed out to about four in the morning and nothing happened, nothing at all. And we went back to the vehicles and they looked at me and they go, my great time. But this captain was also a professional hunter and he has 8,000 acres in Kentucky where he raises deer and elk and he brings name and number, name and number, (laughs) name and number. (laughs) I need some hunting land, man. Come on. I'll give you that, Aaron. I've got him. Oh, my man, Mike. I knew, I knew we was meant to cross paths, brother. That's right. But he was one of the guys I took and he looked at me at the end of the night. He said, Mike, great time, but there are Bigfoot. And I've been in the woods all my life. I said, okay, but there are Bigfoot. So about two months later, I get a phone call. You've got to come down to the river. So I come down to the river and there's Will. And he sends me these pictures. And the first one is from his trail cam of a deer in the fog taken in the morning. The next one is as clear as clear can be, and there's nothing in the picture. Well, you know a trail cam, when something interrupts it, it takes a second for it mm-hmm. to take a picture. But even a deer isn't fast enough to get out of its view. There was nothing there. So the next picture at the same moment, at 316, Will pulls up on his four-wheel machine. Yeah. To pick up the trail cam, takes it back home and looks at it. Well, hold it. At 316, I pulled up and there's nothing on this on this picture. Well, he scrolled to the left and we made it bigger. And there was about a 25 to 3,000 pound animal. And the back of it looks just like a gorilla. And it is down on fours, running, looking back at him. And it had a full beard. Wow. Now, I have that picture, and I sent it to the Kentucky Bigfoot people, and they haven't gotten back with me yet because I went on the site, and I said, you don't have a picture of Bigfoot. So Will got with me. And said, <laughs> he said, I got you. <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, he looked at me and said, I believe you. I carry a big gun all the time now. There, we don't have 2,500-pound bear 
Right. Yeah, no. Right. Yeah. So I'll show you that picture. Um, be happy to. That's it's awesome. On my phone. Yeah, I would love to see it. Okay. Um, maybe you can send it to Aaron when we're done here, and then Aaron can send it over to me. I'd Absolutely. love to see it. Um, so do you, why do you think, so for example, you told the story earlier of this hunter that's in the tree stand and something 12 foot goes and stands there and won't let him down. Why did he not shoot him? I don't know. I, I've, I've I, never I really, heard of people shooting Bigfoots, you know? Well, they have supposedly. And okay. that's something that's beyond me. I can't see shooting it unless it's there to kill you. Um, I can't uh, you don't it. hunt like us. <laughs> Man, I'd shoot well, that I'd, dude. If it's brown, <laughs> it's down. And something to, to, to feed yourself so you enjoy hunting. I understand that totally. Yeah. yeah. Sit there and shoot an animal like that. And with yeah. the history, the history of it is people have shot them three and four times and it doesn't do a thing to them. They still mm. come in and there's, there's one story, really. historical mm. story of a uh, Canadian um, trapper or guide that took people back in the early 1900s up in the Canada to hunt for moose. And real quick, he took this man and his son. They went up to a, a river up there, and he looked down and said, do not cross this river. I'll get you a trophy moose, but don't cross this river. And so they were there, and um, the, he put the son down by the river, and the the, the father was up in this other area and he was checking on the father and all of a sudden they see the son rolling across the river and the Indian guide ran down as fast as he could to stop him and he couldn't get there. And the kid got out of his canoe and walked into the other side of the, of the river. And then they heard five reports, rifle reports. And here came the boy running and Bigfoot was behind him and popped his head off of him and drug his body back into the woods. Well, well, the mm -hmm. father went nuts. They called the Royal Can uh, uh, Canadian Mounted Police. They came in and did a, a, a investigation. You can get this online. It's happened. It's chronicle. Wow. And they found where the head and the blood was. And they followed the body, blood, as far as they could. And they got into these woods. And all of a sudden, all these sounds started going on. And the, the, the guy that was leading the expedition to find the boys said we're done and they all turned back and got their boats and they all rode away because they wow. didn't want anything to do with what was going on in there and if you do mm. research and look a lot you can find stories like this all over the place and these weren't jokes these were if, if a lot of fun if you want to have a lot of fun jonah go on to um tennessee 911 bigfoot call and okay. listen to that and it's a woman in the woods in the rain with her husband. They're homeless and they're living in this tent. And it's on. Yes. Okay. I got it pulled up right here. I'm going to save it for later. There we uh, go. That's crazy, man. So to recap, I kind of feel like maybe that's the reason why you were saying that you quit really um, yeah. because of that type of violence and those reports. Maybe, I mean, obviously that was a long time ago. You said early 1900s, but you've heard, you know, recent stories and, and you've encountered, obviously we, we encountered something. I have no clue what that was uh, in the woods that was um, screaming at us or yelling or whatever the heck it was, man. But Don't you think it's strange that it quit when we left? 
right when we left, yeah. the floor it quit. Did you know that, Jonah? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, when we left, it quit. Bam, wow. it was over. <laughs> yeah. It's like their way of yeah, saying, we, uh, got what we wanted, they're leaving. We're leaving. Yeah. 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 And they were watching us. And I looked at these guys and said, look around. They're looking at us. You may see it. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Well, it worked. We was, uh, <laughs> yeah. we was pretty freaked out the rest of the night and uh, didn't know really what to think, man. We was trying to look up like screeching owl noises and a bunch of different things, man. Because I was like, dude, I, I know I've been in the darkness of the woods a lot of hours in my life. I mean, a lot. And I've never heard those noises um, like that before. Right and when it started and I said, but you haven't heard those noises in the woods before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, your yeah. exact words were, you guys hunt, right? And I said, yeah. And Nathan said, yeah. And he says, have you ever heard anything like that in the woods before? And I said, no, Mike, I've never heard anything like that <laughs> straight as I could ever say it. I was like, no, I have never heard that because I didn't know what the heck was going on, man. I was freaked out. Nathan was about to crap himself. And, man, I, um, I'm i glad we had that experience, and I'm glad we got to do that. We potentially might do it again um, at some point for sure. Well, I, but, told you, uh, I owed you the full night. Man, you yeah. don't owe us and, nothing, uh, man. Jono, you want to come fly in? I would love to. Welcome to go if he chooses to go. But again, it's luck. Are they there? Yeah. What's the timing? And if you know, are we going to experience something? And and right. uh, that's something. And yeah. our timing that night was just—it was just weird. Yeah, it happened that that easily. Yeah, honestly, in my mind, like even if we were to go out and they, we didn't have any responses at all, like we didn't hear anything unusual or anything like that, I would be completely fine with that. Like just, just because the experience alone, you know, of getting yep. out there and doing that, yep. that would be just awesome. Yeah. Like That's even true. without that response, you know? So. Yep. Mike, it was incredible of you. Go ahead. Sorry. What do you guys think halfway down the trail, nobody's really mentioned it, but that tree that had at the base was about a, an eight inch tree and it was bent all the way over to the ground. Oh yeah. 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 I remember that. Now, now who wow. did that? You didn't do it that. Was the wind. It was the wind, Mike. It, it was, was the, the wind. wind. It blew <laughs> that one tree over, the bro. Single tree. It blew, yeah. that. <laughs> it blew it that one tree. Growing in the ground and it was bent all the way over. Wow. I'll see yeah. a picture of that, Joe. No, I'll go back down there and I'll get a picture because that has not changed. Wow. Yeah, that was that was crazy. Yeah, I remember you pointing that out. Yeah, that's pretty weird. Yeah, it was weird, man. I'll tell you, the whole night was freaking weird. The whole night was a nerve-rattling experience for sure, man. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to let you know, my man Mike here says – Nathan, you're going to be the knocker. And he says, I'm going to need you to go around the back of the truck and get that wooden bat out. <laughs> Bro, I was like, oh, my God, what are we doing? And then 
course, it made sense after after he explained it out. But man, yeah, nerves were rattled. People were questioning their futures. Um, <laughs> you know, whether they would hold their family members again. I don't know if you remember that, Mike, but I remember Nathan saying, "Look, I've got a three month year old, and uh, I can't, you know, leave him without a father." <laughs> Oh man, that happened. That's not a story uh, about something fake. That happened, man. That happened, and that was hilarious. Let let me let me tell everybody that you hear something like that, and people can laugh and smile, and oh my god! Now we are. Now we are. Go, but yeah, you were there. I guarantee you that you would be doubting a lot of things, and even my, my the hair of my arms were standing up. Yeah. And it was it was pretty strange, but at the same time, Nathan, I don't blame you for what how you felt. Yeah. And right. Understand right. that it is something that people don't realize happens. And when yeah. it happens to you, then you know, you start saying, Hey, there's more important things in life. And yeah. you know, <laughs> as far as like, I'm concerned. Mike, My you baby. are a good guy. You know that? He's a great guy. <laughs> The way that they that they described this night, the two things were going to happen. If they kept going, they were going to die from a Sasquatch or they were going to die from you or from <laughs> someone. OK, that's what that's what was going to happen. And uh, you're a good guy, man. No, he didn't. He, he let us walk <laughs> out. Yeah, you let him walk out. <laughs> no man it, it all jokes aside uh i know mike takes this very serious because it is in fact serious um yeah. if you have this type of event I, I do i do remember and we do have about six and a half minutes a little less um on this but anyway i do remember when i was young mike i remember my mom telling me because we she grew up hunting too and um i remember her telling me she said, I was in my deer stand or I was hunting or whatever and got in the woods before it was light, got set up. And then she said she started hearing this scream like it was she literally said like a woman was being murdered. She's like, I heard a screaming noise. And and then later on, you know, I come to find out like I hear the same kind of noise outside the trailer on virtually the same property. And it's a fox. That's what they do. You the funny song. What does the fox say? Well, if you freaking heard what they do, they just scream like yeah. a girl at night. <laughs> you know, that's what that's what they're doing. All right, and it's literally that intense. And you're looking at each other, going, "What the freak was that?" But yeah, so I've heard that sound before. Yeah. Okay, this was not that sound. This was not that sound. Oh. And so um, we did experience something. And for Mike's sake and for everybody else's safety, I think it should be considered. Uh, be careful when you're out there, hunters, fishing uh, people, <laughs> yeah. fishermen, whatever you want to say. Um, man, yeah, you know, these stories uh, are out there and don't let it happen to you or your loved one. Get spayed and neutered today. <laughs> you know what I mean? Control your surroundings. <laughs> what the heck? It's made a new out of hey, everything here. Hey, Mike, you got a couple of minutes, man. Say whatever you want to say. If you want to tell somebody about something, uh, that the airspace is yours, brother. Well, we were sitting there talking about the sounds they make, and they make various sounds. And one morning, I was helping a, 
a couple people here in town built a home up on the ridge uh, down down the river. And I'd gotten there early because they were captains down in Florida and they were coming home to see their home. I helped start their home while they were gone in Florida for the winter. And I was down early getting um, the hardy board out of their driveway that they had dropped there and moving it over. It's about five o'clock. This was probably mid-April. And down in the valley that they own about 25 acres there, it sounded like a bunch of kids were playing. Mm. It sounded like a playground. Hmm. And I'm going, that is really strange that at this time, that <clears throat> and it was a chatter, but it was a real loud chat. So it finally quit. And I never stopped working. And they finally got home and I, they were happy. And oh God, she was joyous that her house was up. And we talked about that a lot. And then about an hour later, I said, hey, who lives down there in the valley down there? And, 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 the, and the property owner looked at me and goes, nobody goes down there. You can't get through there. The, the brush is so thick with briars and just growth. You can't move down there. That's my land. And you go through it and you come to the river. And I looked yeah. at him and I said, well, let me tell you something. <laughs> I was down there playing this morning because I sat there and overheard it for half an hour. And it yeah. was some of the strangest chatter that you've ever heard. And these animals make these kind of sounds. And it's just, it, it, it was almost human-like. So you can't mm -hmm. confuse it with a fox or a rabbit at yeah. night getting killed. Yeah. And you have to admit, these are totally different noises we're hearing. Yeah. No, I've hunted predators and I've used predator calls. And that is uh, everything that you described, you know, prey dying, screaming out uh, as they're being whatever, mm -hmm. killed or whatever. And <clears throat> no, you're right. That's, that's not any sound that we heard that night. Yeah. And I've, I've heard that they, they mimic a lot of different sounds too that like they pick up on a lot of different stuff like i've heard stories of people they've lived on their property for you know decades and they'll have a way that they hum or whatever a certain way and it's just that that that's how they hum and it's a certain pattern and uh and he he was at the it was his husband it was the husband and he went to the grocery store and his wife was at home and she said i heard you humming and i called for you and i was like hey you're humming and she turned around and there was no one there her, her husband wasn't there and like like i said come to find out he was at the uh, grocery store so he just well, they had they a ghost the way he hummed yeah one or the other so i just thought that was crazy mm. but yeah i've heard a lot of different well. stories about that so well, Mike, you've made me a little less of a skeptic through our last 30 minutes together. So thank you for that. Oh, no problem. You come out with me uh, when Aaron comes back. And if yeah. we luck out, if you want to call it that, I guarantee you, you're going to walk out of there and look at me and say, okay, all right. Okay, good. <laughs> That's what I want. That's what I want. I really do want I'll that. Send you this, I'll send you this picture. I'll send it to Aaron. Okay. Yes. And um, you guys can look that over and, you tell me what you think that is. Yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah. Is there awesome. a way that we can um, actually, we need to get off right now, yeah. literally less than a minute. 
Mike, thank you so much. I can't really thank you enough, honestly. Um, really, from from me and Nathan and John, yeah, we really yeah. appreciate what you did for us that night. We don't take it lightly, man, because uh, we are a part of the normal world, and a lot of people suck, man. You're not one of those, so we appreciate <laughs> that. We're happy to have you on the show, man. Looking forward to some future adventures, and with that, we're out. The castaways are gone. See have a ya. good one.